official. It's official. We're there. Crazy. We're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. That's it. Just with everything we say being With millions of people. <laughs> hopefully, one hopefully, day. Hopefully. hopefully. Billions. Entire world. Seven billion people. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number one of An Open Book. I'm glad to be here. It's crazy. It's officially happening. It's crazy. This has been in... I don't know. Nobody on here that's listening knows how long this has kind of been in, in the works. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you a quick story. I remember, like... Three, four months ago, Lana came up to me and uh, she was like, Josiah, I want to start a podcast. And I said, that's cool. You should do that. (laughs) I wanted nothing to do with it. Absolutely not. I have too much on my plate. Uh, But I told her, you bring me a proposal and you write down everything that you want to talk about (laughs) and really plan everything. And uh, we'll see what we can't make happen. And I'll be darned. A few weeks ago, Lana came and she actually gave me a phone call. She was like, Josiah... I have a presentation, a podcast proposal. Let's get this thing started. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Again, welcome to an open book. That's what we're calling ourselves. This is raw. This is uncut. Um, We're just going to be talking. We're going to be hanging out. Hopefully that you've listened to the introduction, kind of our heart, and uh, some of the things that we want to see happen, our goals behind why this podcast even exists. Uh, to this day. We're trying to give a Christian and biblical perspective to answer a whole bunch of questions about the Christian life, uh, what we have experienced in our own walk with Jesus, um, some things that might run through your head. Um, You know, she's in high school. Uh, I went to high school. (laughs) I went there. (laughs) Yep, I went to college um, and I'm a a working grown man now. So that's super exciting. Uh, We're going to have guest speakers that eventually come on here, all Mm -hmm. different people from all over the world. Matter of fact, I didn't tell you this, but I've um, been talking to some people from the other side of the planet uh, that said they would be interested in being some of our our guest speakers. That's awesome. So yeah, that's kind of news to you. Yeah. But um, Glenn, I, Glenn has to be our first one. Though. Glenn does have to he be. Does. He's our pastor, by the way. Yeah. For, for those of you that don't know, but um, he can sit right here. He can't. That'll be that'll be perfect. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a couch or something so that we can all sit on. But I do think. Our topic and kind of the question that we're seeking to answer for the day, we're going generic, we're going big. This podcast is all about Christianity, and we want to define some terms. What is Christianity? That's kind of the question that we're seeking to answer. And so we've talked about it, and we kind of think that the the best way to kind of go forward is to share a little bit of our stories, um, how we came to, to know Jesus Christ, and maybe some important experiences that have happened once we came to know Christ uh, but with that, I want to turn the table over to you, Lana. How did you come to know Jesus? What's your testimony? Tell me a story. The short version. The short version the short of version. a story. Yeah, sure. Um, I actually left this out earlier, too. But, um, you know, I had been kind of in and out of church my whole life. Um, it's always been something like, oh, are we going to go to church on Sunday? And it was just like, I don't know if we felt like it sort of thing. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of a maybe if then sort of situation sure um and then i remember i was seven um when my dad got super super sick and i remember i prayed every single night let my dad get a new heart like let him get better right and you know it took two years but it happened and that was like one of the first times i was like oh wow hey look prayer was answered God answered prayer yeah yeah and um that was really cool and then you know i always like knew 
that oh wow you know god heaven that's a thing i want to go to heaven but i don't i don't know what to do to get there right sure so you know just kind of going through the years and then uh my eighth grade year i started coming you know here um with one of my friends and um that year we had mentioned going to camp and um i was like yeah that would be super super fun like a week in florida yeah who wouldn't want to go to the beach for a week? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh -huh. So so I go and I, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew we were going to be in Florida at the beach talking about Jesus, yada, yada, right? And then uh, it was one of the last nights we were there. Um, we were just kind of worshiping and I was just looking around and, you know, the musicians, the, the instruments stopped playing. You could just hear all the voices everywhere. And I was like, what? Like, this is really cool. Hmm. And so I was like, that's something I kind of want to be a part of. Like, I want to know why all these people are here, hmm. like, doing this. Like, what what in their heart is like, what? Like, what? You know? What makes them different from everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I came back from camp, and um, the camp high wore off. I didn't really do much. I still came to youth on Wednesday nights, church every Sunday, whenever. Sure. You know. Um, and then I think maybe it was a few months, a year later, I actually started, you know, getting into reading my Bible more, taking more time to spend with God and all that, and um, my perspective on life sort of changed. Um, I had a lot of, like, questions and doubts before then, and as I started, like, you know, getting more into it, my, like, my perspective changed, and I got a lot of my questions answered, and it just made me an overall better person, I think. Sure. Um, and all that led to me getting baptized last summer. Hoot, hoot. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, You're actually um, the second one. Yeah, the second person that I baptized uh, as a full-time pastor. So, yeah, we'll never I'm forget honored. that. Uh -huh. So honored. Yep. And then you know, the first one was literally like five seconds before. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Same time. Same exact time. And it was such. It was so pretty too. You know, sunrise. Yep. Six a.m. on the beach cold water. Yeah, maybe we'll have an episode about baptism. There was a whole lot about that morning um, that really touched my heart a whole lot, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, some of my closest friends being there, too, was pretty awesome. Sure. My family wasn't there, but they saw pictures. <laughs> they did take pictures They saw videos. pictures. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, that's sort of mm. my story. Gotcha. What's yours, decide? You know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, there's man, there's so much in there that I wish. Ugh, I really wish that we had time to to delve into all of that. Maybe we'll ah, maybe we'll just spend an entire episode just about testimonies and stuff. But um, I actually was raised as a as a pastor's kid. Uh, my dad was a pastor. My grandfather on my mom's side of the family was a pastor, and he also was a professor at a uh, a seminary. Uh, my grandfather, he's worked at a at a church as kind of the sound guy for for years and years and years and years. Um, so I guess you could say Christianity in our family, especially in being spiritual leaders, was kind of generational. Um, but what they don't tell you about being a pastor's kid is that um, everybody expects more from you um, in a sense that you will know more Bible verses, that you will live more morally, um, that you will be a better Christian than all of the other kids, you know, because your dad knows all of the answers and your dad knows how to console people and your grandfather um, knows X, Y, and Z and does X, Y, and Z. And so a lot of those expectations were put on me. And um, for the first half of my life, really, I really struggled with a fear of failure and of, of disappointment. 
I remember as a kid constantly wrestling with this thought and idea in my mind of what are people going to think if I don't measure up? What are people going to think if I don't meet the expectations? What if I don't become like my dad? Like what if I don't become a pastor? What if I, I can't remember Bible verses like my grandfather teaches about at, at seminary? You know, like that's kind of a big deal. And um, I lived in a lot of fear. Um, and so, again, for the first half of my life, I did a whole lot of those, those good things that good Christian people, whatever, are supposed to do. But uh, when they don't stem from a heart of understanding and love of Jesus and they stem from a fear of failure, while they may be good things in and of themselves— um, they weren't good for me personally. Fast forward down the road a little bit. Uh, because of some financial and family stuff that ended up happening, I moved in with my grandparents. And uh, lo and behold, those expectations were just compounded because now I'm, I'm living with my dad, who was a pastor, and my grandfather. I lived with him at the same time. And so those expectations were compounded and more of those feelings like I just had to measure up, like I had to be good enough of feeling like I had to prove my worth to everybody that I um, came into contact with. And uh, all of this this trend and this kind of way of emotional sort of thinking um, continued until I ended up getting enrolled in public school and we moved to Alabama. And in a sense, it was really freeing to me. Um, nobody knew that I was a pastor's kid. Nobody knew that I went to church. And uh, in public school, you're not required to go to chapel and you don't have to take Bible classes anymore. So those expectations weren't on me anymore. And I feel like I could just decide who I wanted to be. And uh, I decided that I was going to be the popular kid. Uh, I wanted to play all of the sports. I wanted all the girls to, to like me. I wanted to be able to catch footballs with one hand and, uh, and wink as I was looking at the cheerleaders on the sidelines. Um, I wanted people to come over to my house and have parties when my parents were gone and whatever. Whatever that you have in your mind of what a popular person is like, that's who I wanted to be. And so the issue with that, though, was while it was my own choice, I still fell into the same exact problem of trying to please other people. Because when you're popular, there's just more people that you're trying to meet the expectations of. And so... Um, Ultimately, I ended up doing a whole bunch of things that I'm not proud of, getting involved in a whole bunch of things that I'm not proud of. Maybe we'll spend some time talking about that, more specifics. But ultimately, I just became a person that I wasn't proud of, that I didn't need to become. And uh, again, to fast forward a little bit, I remember I moved to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Hoot hoot to all of you. It's a lovely place. Yes, <laughs> such a, glad to call it home. And, Yay. Um, but I started going to uh, to this youth group. Shout out to you, Josh Norris, if you're uh, you're listening. Love you, brother. But uh, we started reading through this book called Crazy Love. It's written by this guy named Francis Chan, and every single chapter of it um, just hit a different aspect of the things that I had been taught growing up and kind of going through the years. And um, I realized that I had gotten it wrong my whole life, that it wasn't just a decision of, okay, I believe Jesus exists, and never kind of picking up that book um, ever again. Um, but the fact that it's a lifelong commitment to following Jesus with everything that you do. And so because I had that sort of new revelation, I didn't do anything with it, <laughs> and I continued to live yeah. the exact same life. Yeah. yeah, kind of funny how that works, some similarities in our stories. Yeah. But eventually... I ended up going to this massive conference in Washington, D.C. It was called Together 2016. And um, 
those half a million people that were in the Washington Mall, yeah, there was a whole bunch of people. And it was crazy. It was in the middle of summer, and it was so dummy hot that people were just passing out of heat stroke all over the place. And it actually got so bad to where the emergency services in Washington, D.C. were like, yeah, fam, like, we can't put up with this. <laughs> like, we can't, we can't deal with the dying people that are just laying out, like, in the White House front yard. <laughs> like, it's not okay. We can't do this. So they were going to shut the event down, and um, they picked one more speaker, and it was Francis Chan. They chose Francis Chan, the same guy that wrote the book that had um, epiphanized, if I can even use that word, um, I walk with the Lord. And he gave a message, and I won't give it into the details of that message, but it completely changed my way of thinking. And uh, that's when I committed my life to the Lord. And since then, everything has changed. I've tried to live with the Lord and uh, follow Him in everything that I do. Ended up pursuing vocational ministry, and that's what I do now. Um, not without its challenges. I've had family members that have passed away, uh, prayers that haven't been answered, and I still struggle with, uh, with sins that still knock at my door each and every single day. I still fall short each and every single day, but the grace of God and the goodness of the death of God and the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the grave is good enough to cover all of those things, so it has changed my life completely. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. We do have some pretty good similarities in our stories. Mm -hmm. People, you know, passing out all the... Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Inside jokes. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, you know, just having that new revelation and then just ignoring it. Sure. And uh, yep. yeah, having a completely different perspective of life. Afterwards. Sometimes it just takes God beating you up yeah. in order to... In order to come around yeah. following him. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of funny how stubborn we get so often. Definitely. But we're going to dive right in. That's our introduction. <laughs> it's kind of a long one nonetheless. Uh, but we're going to dive right in. What is Christianity? Um, that's kind of the main question that we're seeking to answer today. And so I'm going to say a little bit. Again, this is raw and uncut. Uh, so if there's some stutters or... Um, some moments of silence dwell with us and meditate yeah. on what we're saying as we kind of go forward. Try to figure uh, out what we're saying as we're saying it. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. You might need a Google Translate <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Uh, hopefully we'll have the transcription in the, so in the show notes um, if you're interested in looking at that sort of thing. But we're going to dive right in. What is Christianity? I've got kind of a, a simple answer um, to that question. Christianity, what it basically just means is to be a follower of Jesus. Um, and so if you look at the, if you look at ancient Near East texts, not, not even just considering the Bible, uh, you look at ancient Near East text and the original Greek language and what it meant to be a Christian, if you translate the word Christian um, into the original Greek, it literally means little Christ. Mm -hmm. And uh, fun fact for you, if you read too in the book of, in the book of Acts in the New Testament, um, Christians actually first became Christians at this place called Antioch, where Paul, uh, a great missionary, planted a church. And uh, they were called Christians by other people. Christians didn't name themselves. They didn't decide, hey, we follow Christ, therefore we're going to be called Christians. But their lives so closely aligned with the way that Jesus lived his life um, that they came to be called Christian. So um, I want to break down a little bit what this kind of means. And I've got two major points 
I'm a Baptist preacher, so I always, probably, hopefully, am going to have some points um, to kind of break down. But um, I think there's two main components that kind of interact and support one another as it relates to the Christian walk, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more. Alana's got some, some stuff that she wants to say um, about the same sort of thing. But belief isn't just an intellectual understanding of a thing. Um, it's more than that. It's deeper than that. Um, the ancient Near East Christians would have considered belief to overflow into everything that they did on a day-to-day -day basis. It's not just about the things that you think. Um, it's about the things that you do just the same. So if I were to, again, if I were to have two points to kind of break down what belief means and what that means for Christianity as a whole, it is number one, heart posture, and number two, life change. In and of itself, if you really think about it, belief in a particular thing causes you to act differently. Uh, like, uh, for example, if I believe that gravity exists, I probably won't jump off the edge of a building, right? Like, I would, I would venture to say, I hope you on the other end of your headphones, whatever, go ahead. What if your friends are jumping off, too? <laughs> Don't ask me that question. Absolutely not. That's the question your parents always ask you. It's like, if your friends are doing it, would you do it, too? If your friends also jump off the edge of a building, you should totally do it. <laughs> no. If, I'm just kidding. Don't quote that. If your friends are jumping off of a building, you should direct them to our podcast. Yes. Direct them to the podcast. Hashtag an open book just came up with that. Create the hashtag. I don't know if that's a thing, but nonetheless, an open book. Make a hashtag out there. Um, but, but here's another example. If I were to stand on the one side of the room and I see a chair, right, and I believe that this chair has the capability of holding me up, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in that chair. I was going to say stand. But... <laughs> sure. You can stand in the chair. Yeah. You can sit in the chair. You can lay down in this chair. You can do whatever you want with this chair because it's there. Kind of like these, these chairs have been squeaking a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Literally, have been scared that they're going to to fall apart. Yours especially. I know. Like y'all can't see it, but it's one perfect. of the the little thing where the feet set has been wiggling a lot as we're recording this. Yeah. So sorry if you can hear those squeaks. But if I see a chair across the room and I believe that it has the potential and the capability to hold me, I'm going to sit in it. Whereas if I don't believe that it can hold me, I'm probably not going to sit in it. And so similarly, as it relates to the Christian walk, if you believe in the things that Jesus said, if you believe in the fact that Jesus lived a perfect life, died a perfect death, rose in a physical resurrection, and ascended to the right hand of the Father, it's going to cause you to live a certain sort of way. That's what I've got. So, yeah. Belief is a lot more encompassing, again, than just the thoughts that you think or the things that you say. And I will also, you know, to, to piggyback on that again, I will also go on to say that um, belief in a thing doesn't necessarily necessitate its existence in and of itself. Um, and I believe this partially because I believe that Christianity is the one true only religion. Like Buddhism, they get it wrong. Islam, they get it wrong. Um, Judaism is just incomplete. Incomplete. They don't believe in the the deity of Jesus Christ. Um, what does that word mean? Huh? The deity of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, good question. I believe that Jesus was fully God and fully man at the same exact time. 
we'll have a conversation on that Trinity episode coming soon. But um, but yeah, in the deity of, of Jesus Christ. Um, so just because you believe in something doesn't necessarily make it true. But belief in something should necessitate that you live your life differently. So um, we were talking a little bit earlier about... Um, Kind of the, the gap that seems to exist sometimes in people that say they're Christians, uh, but their lives don't necessarily reflect, reflect that. You've had some personal experiences with that. I think you've got a scripture or two um, to, to back up your kind of thinking. What goes through your mind when you kind of hear stuff like that come um, up? Can we read this first or like? Whatever. Yeah, talk okay. about it a little bit. Um, so in Titus chapter 3, verses 4 and 5, it says, But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. So that's basically just saying that, like, you know, we we don't get into heaven, but it's, or we get into heaven, but it's not because of, like, you know, living this perfect life, because we're sure. humans, we make mistakes. You yeah. know, that's why, you know, Jesus died, so that we can live a life and you know make mistakes and not be like oh you made this one mistake no you're you're done sure. for right yeah. but it's basically just saying that like you you have this renewal through the rebirth of the holy of, through the holy spirit yeah those are the correct words absolutely yeah we are saved by grace through faith yeah not of works so that no man can boast that's ephesians um, chapter 2 absolutely this is why you're a pastor <laughs> no, I'm just... There's like five or six Bible verses that I've memorized that just kind of come up in conversations every once in a while. Um, every once in a while? Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, salvation, that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so that yeah. comes up a lot. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that you can do to get your way into heaven. That's why Jesus came. Um, but all, you that, all that's required is just belief. You've got yeah. to believe in Him. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yes, belief is demonstrated in, in the things that we do. Yes, true, genuine belief means that you're going to act differently. We've kind of discussed that with chairs and with gravity and jumping off buildings. Um, but just the same. Again, if we were to kind of to sum up and conclude everything that we've said up to this point, Christianity is belief. And belief is going to demonstrate itself in a heart posture that is receptive to what's written in the Bible and the things that Jesus Christ himself said in the Gospels and to what um, the, the God-inspired authors of the rest of the book, books of the Bible had to say, to what God directs you to say and do on a day-to-day on -day basis, because he does um, constantly lead, guide, and direct. We'll for sure have an episode on how to discern um, the voice of God. But um, yeah, I think that kind of answers our question for just a basic what is Christianity? Yeah. 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 Thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, as Josiah was talking about, you know, we're going to have episodes on what you just said. Kind of already forgot. Sure. <laughs> Discerning the voice of God, yeah. the Trinity. There was a whole lot that came up um, in this in this. Yeah. podcast today that um, if you don't know anything I don't know why I just went British if you <laughs> don't know <laughs> I don't know what that was the random but um, 
If there was anything that you heard about in today's podcast, maybe things that you didn't understand, things that you have question on about Lana's story and some of the experiences that she's gone through, uh, some of my personal experiences and what I've gone through, um, reach out to us. Um, go to our, our website, rss.com backslash podcasts. We'll link it. With an S. Yeah, that's it's a mouthful. So we'll link it, we'll link it in the description below. Um, but again, reach out to us. We want to hear your questions. We're an open book. So, <laughs> yeah. We are an open book. Yeah. Keep going. Oh, I was just going to say we're an oh. open book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're an open book. We do want to hear from you guys. Let us know what you're learning. Let us know uh, what God is kind of showing you in your, in your Bible study and what you're reading, what you're learning at church. And again, as always, um, some of the questions that you've got, some things that you're struggling with, some challenges that you're going through that you just want answers to. We're looking forward to hearing from you guys, and we will see you in two weeks when we release episode two of An Open Book. See you next time.